Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Working Class Bowhunter Podcast presented by Elite Archery. That is correct. Uh, our elites have been tearing it up, or trying to at least, here in the Whitetail Woods. Um, shooting the Remedy, and... We have Remedy Encore, and what are you shooting, Doug? I can never remember. The result. The results. The result. The lime green. Producing results. Green apple, right? That's what color? Sour apple, baby. Sour apple, my apologies. The green bastard. Um, <laughs> sour, sour apple. We got a, a Mountain Dew-themed podcast, because Judd's in studio, and that's his drink of choice. Yes, so it is. For the sake of the podcast. It's lifeline. It's Mountain Dew-colored. Yes, it, it is. is. <laughs> Everyone has Mountain Dew drink of some sort. Yeah, I need to get a refill here in a minute. Um, Elite Archery Code WCB. Uh, the podcast also brought to you by Big Time, Big Time. Spy Point Trail Cams, Rogue Ridge E Bikes, Scent Crusher, our, in our opinion, the leader in ozone scent elimination, Old Barton Taxidermy, Novix Tree Stands, Loophole Optics. And we are thankful for all those partners. Um, we got a veteran shout out here. We're going to get to, well, we'll wait, Doug, I'll let you pull that up. Um, it's pulled up. It is pulled up. You're ready to go. Yep. Uh, the podcast also brought to you by Thermoseat. Um, I'm taking a Thermoseat out to my stand this weekend for an all day sit. Yeah, I might do that too. Got to have that. <clears throat> um, got to have it. And Hunter's Box Club. So uh, real quick on the Hunter's Box Club thing, we have an announcement. One, let me find what we got. Um, so right now they're doing like the first 50 boxes are free. Uh, you just cover the shipping. Um, and we have a special edition shirt coming in November for the box. Sick. Um, so there's a bunch of goodies coming. It's a, well, I think we alluded to it on one of the past podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's a special edition guy or buck t-shirt. It is freaking rad. Or fucking rad for the adults, and uh, <laughs> I mean think, that is Devin and I's favorite words. Let's use it. Yeah, I think you guys will like it. Uh, so check it out Hunter's Box Club. First fifty boxes are free. Um, all you gotta do is pay shipping four ninety nine for shipping. Can't beat that. And you get a t shirt and one to two bonus items every month. Um, okay, getting on to it. You gotta 
You want to do a uh, veteran shot now or you want to do it? Inside <coughs> the podcast? Yeah, I'll do it right now. <coughs> okay. Okay. Excuse me. Let's hear it, Island Boy. <laughs> As always, uh, it's brought, brought to you by uh, Operation HHA USA. Uh, this was submitted by Kyle Colbreth. Uh, the veteran is Dave Skinner. He's in the United States Air Force. It says here uh, from 1930, 1993, Jesus, 1997, Dave worked as a egress mechanic for the all Air Force aircrafts. Trained uh, trained at Shepard, Texas, followed by stations in oof, Span, Span, Dillham, Germany, and Edwards, California. This is all according to his wife. Our buddies and myself believe he was probably just a fucking cook or something. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. He's currently a shit he's currently a shit talking whitetail properties agent in Kansas and has a newfound love for hunting over corn piles with a crossbow. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, from Ohio. Give the guy a break. <laughs> that being said, his old ass is a great dude who taught me a lot about hunting over the years. He also introduced me to WC the WCB podcast. It would make a great guest for you. So, well, you know, thank you for your service. You're either a cook or you know, just bullshitting your way through. <laughs> <laughs> Fake it till you make it, brother. <laughs> Thanks for your service, Dave. Thanks for your service, buddy. Thanks for that, Kyle. Service. Yep. Thank you, Dave. I always love, like, in the veteran shout-outs where they kind of, like, rip their buddy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> for their buddy. Because you just... Because the best. Immediately, you know what type of friendship they have. Yeah, that's my favorite part. My buddy's myself believe he's probably just a fucking cook or something. It's <laughs> 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 awesome. Well, thank you for submitting that and thanks for your service dave all right let's get on to the podcast episode 478 actually this time i think the last one i said 478 but it's 477 my bad all right on to the episode i'm chase ralston with rubline marketing this is jeff Lindsay. this is michael pitt hey everybody it's john dudley from knock on tv Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Ball Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Episode 478 with Judd, the Mammoth Tusk guy. Yeah, that guy. Hey, yeah. what's going on? How's Judd, it going, buddy? Judd, you're quite the personality in the Working Class Bowhunters Facebook group now. You're famous. Good. Yeah. Tilt your mic down towards you just a wee bit. Just a little bit like that. There you go. That's beautiful. Okay, good. You, um, everybody knows you through the podcast. If they only listen, like, know you through that way and not our group, they know you as the Mammoth Tusk guy. Yep. Um, maybe one of the more interesting podcasts we've ever done that had nothing to do with deer specifically. I'd probably say it takes a cake on that. Like it's yep. in the, the miscellaneous category. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of off the wall, but it was cool. Yeah. So if you were curious what we're talking about, I don't know what episode number it was. Do you remember? 411. In there somewhere. In there somewhere. Early 400. I, I was going to say end of the threes, early fours. Yeah. Judd found a, you know, you explain it. It's a woolly mammoth tusk. It's, it's a big piece of ivory. <laughs> that, it's in the bottom of a creek. No, look no at your feet. Deal. Sometimes you'll find one too. <laughs> oh, really? It's like the ultimate shed hunting one. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> well, 
Congrats. So, no, found a Tyrannosaurus Rex dick. Not a big deal. Yeah. Just no, walking out, turkey hunting, look yeah. down there. It was. I, hey. I left yeah. it there. <laughs> so that's why this is titled Judd, the Mammothus guy, knows how to find deer, too. Yep. Sometimes. So um, I don't know where we start. Well, we should add that Clint Casper's in studio, mm-hmm. all the way from Ohio. All the way from Ohio. The number one big buck state. Um, right next to New Hampshire. God, yep. why you always got to fuck? You're, you've ruined it. You single-handedly <laughs> ruined the state of Ohio. No. Well, I have to talk about Ohio for a little bit more because people from Michigan are mad at me again, so I have to. <laughs> is, so Chris, many, is Chris mad at you? Just so many big bucks there. Chris thinks it's funny that people in Michigan are mad at him, and he's a Michigan resident. Yeah, why do people hate him? I don't understand. He's he very Michigan? dry. Dude, that guy sucks. He's the most accurate prediction I, I'm, on, I'm on the hate train. Anyway, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was great though because he just <laughs> he just called it out. <laughs> he just says it, man. Yep. Um, but Judd, you're 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 back in here. Mm-hmm. Good to see you. Appreciate you, man. Good to see you guys. You did a lot of work in the studio, so big shout out to you. Just a little bit, but thanks. Yep. All the cedar in here is because yeah. of your yep. findings. Yep. It doesn't smell like a Boy Scout anymore. That's too bad. You don't think, or you think because we're used to it? I think it might be because you're used to it. Doesn't it smell like? No, a, I mean I haven't been here in a while. Like a guinea now, pig bed. Does it what? smell like cedar to you? <laughs> <laughs> when I came in and stayed on my way out to Wyoming with you, um, I could still smell it. Not. Do you, do you smell it now? No. Nope. And I haven't been here since then, so it's been a couple months. I think we're getting used to it because some new people come in and they're like, damn, it smells like cedar in here. See, though, I love I, I love that smell. Oh, See, yeah. smell. I don't notice it until I go home, mm-hmm. and then I can smell it on my shirt. Yeah, mm. I loved it. It makes me think of Judd. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Just wear your hunting clothes in here. You smell like cedar all day. Guess, I'm like, so yeah. this is what all the local lucky women get to smell like after a night with Judd. Judd. It's just cedar and think about cedar that. and... If you were to make a cologne, cedar, cedar and regrets. If you were, <laughs> yeah, or no, they need to just make a cologne called the Judd. The, the Judd. Judd. Ooh, I like that. Judd. It stings the nostril. McCollum <laughs> smells like pure gasoline. And then sixty percent of the time, just take, it works. You, you all take the you take a mammoth tusk and just put the Judd. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, what if it's like a mammoth tusk, but it's the bottle is a mammoth tusk? Quit your job. So oh, all right, let's paint, let's paint the picture of the studio. We're all in here. <laughs> We're drinking Mountain Dew because that's Judd's drink of choice. It is. Yep. Mountain Dew Cheers with alcohol mixed in. No, nope, just Mountain Dew. Um, so let's talk, man. Let's talk big bucks. All right. Because I always feel like you're into hunting, mm-hmm. but you're so laid back that I never know like what you got going on. Yeah. Like, do you do you care? Like, is big bucks on top of your list every year? Or are you just where are you at with it? I just like being out there. Um, you okay. know, it doesn't seem like our property has been very good since EHD came through in like 2014. So I just kind of like, okay, there's another eight, there's another 10. That's cool. It's cool. We get a, a weird one every now and then that I get interested in. Mm-hmm. I like a real weird rack. That's what gets my, my blood boiling. But really? Yeah. But uh, so I'll just go out there and sit and see what I see, run a few trail cameras. I've been cutting a little bit down on that because I feel like uh, the bigger ones caught on to that idea pretty quick. And, mm-hmm. you know, they start walking behind the tree like you guys talk about sometimes. But. Yeah, it's just I just like being out there, so I'm out there, and the deer are out there, and sometimes we run into each other. <laughs> right, I like it, man. I like it. It's not. I'm not saying that you never seem interested in big deer or not, but you just seem so chill that you're just like, yeah, just kind of go with the flow. If it works yeah. out, it works out. Yeah, because yeah. you killed a pretty good buck last year too. It was pretty decent. Yeah, late season, right? It was. I was uh, yeah, I was late, right? Last last five minutes of my last hunt. Yeah. Mm. What date was that roughly? Uh, probably January. I'm gonna say tenth. Yeah, that's getting into the last week of season there. That's that's my favorite time to hunt because, you know, I haven't been home uh, for the rut in uh, six or seven years. Mm -hmm. So I don't usually get to hunt in November at all. Mm -hmm. So I got to put all my eggs in the, the, you know, late December, January basket, which is what I like. I mean, I like being able to. Yeah. I'm with you there. October. October this year. 
I'm with you. Yeah. Fuck the rut. Yeah. That's too unpredictable. Watch your mouth. Damn deer going too fast. All right. Don't talk about the rut like that. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Missed my cue a little bit. I, I, can't, I can't help it. I get the. I, I no, feel. I like November. I mean, I know it gets chaotic, but I kind of like the fun of just, you know, oh, yeah. you know deer yeah. on their feet. Yeah. Oh, and I, never yeah. knowing what's going to happen. Like, literally, yeah. you have no idea what's going to happen. I love to be out there just to see what's going on. Yeah. Like, whether or not I get an opportunity or not, they're usually going too fast for the way I like things to happen. So I just see them go by and all that's cool, you know. And it's cool right. when they run so, in, yeah. they're all worked up, yeah. just breathing heavy yeah. and just drinking your Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> do you, cool, do you drink Mountain Dew at the end of the stand? Yes, I do. Classic, classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about this deer a little bit. I mean, he's a stud. Yep. What uh, did you know him? I knew him. Yep. You did know him. I did know him. Talk about it. Um, so last year I went into this spot that I prepared. I put a lot of work into this year. I uh, got up in the tree with my saddle and I'm facing an east facing bluff or hunting an east facing bluff. So with a west wind, the wind swirls all crazy. It's like mm-hmm. riding in a car with the back window open only, and it's, you know, and it'll, yeah. you never know what direction it's going to be coming from. So I get down there with the saddle and I get up in the tree and kind of feel things out. Um, usually in early season and decide where I'm going to prepare a, you know, a hang on or a permanent set. Yeah. So I saw this buck on one of those sits and it was a hard for me to pass him last year. This buck. This buck right here, yep. And he walked right underneath me, walked over, worked a scrape a little bit, and uh, meandered off. I have a video of him. And uh, so that was that for last year. I don't think I saw him again last year, but I saw him in the rain. Um, I think the first week of October, he came by me. Uh, Second week of October, he walked through the corn um, about 60 yards away. And then the third opportunity uh, he gave me, he didn't walk away from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a stud, man. He is a stud. Yeah, yeah. How big was he last year? Um, I think he was about that size, but didn't carry the mass out. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So um, how yeah. old do you think he was then? Or now, same difference. You know, I, it's hard to tell. I wish I'd have, I wish I'd have had old barn keep his jawbone for me so i could have get an eye on it but his body was enormous yeah it looked mm-hmm. massive it was huge um looked like a super mature buck yeah so t- let's break down the actual like the day of the hunt and then i want to start asking questions about the deer and whatnot but like so uh i had to work so i you know did the whole work thing got home i'm real lucky to be able to hunt pretty much in my backyard mm-hmm. so my my usual routine is is all as soon as my boss turns his head, I run for my truck, <laughs> run home, um, get my uh, which is also your started, father-in-law, which is also my out. father-in-law. Yeah, <laughs> kind of so, hard to get away. <laughs> it is. I only live like a mile from the shop, so um, ran down, fire up my scent crusher bag, jump in the shower, come back out, get my crap on, run for the timber, and uh, I got up in the tree, and it was a pretty steady wind on the twenty-first, and uh, I thought I was gonna be all right. I get up in the tree and I'm getting little puffs on my left cheek. I'm getting little puffs on my right cheek, on the back of my neck, on my face. And you know, my, uh, my confidence for the sit starts to fall a little bit. Right. So, uh, gives you that, ah, shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm sitting there like, do I need to get down on the Creek and kind of sneak out of here? Cause this stand, I can walk, um, a wet ditch and then a Creek all the way to the base of the tree. Mm-hmm. Which I love those setups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they feel really stealthy. It's really low impact. Like I don't, you know, people say burn a stand out, but the where I stuck this, usually whatever the wind's doing, I don't have to worry about it because it's getting sent out clear over the cornfield, and mm-hmm. I, it didn't impact the deer a lot. I haven't had a single doe 
uh, blow at me. They blow at my truck pretty frequently, but <laughs> well, they, well I mean, that's whatever. Yeah. yeah I, well, what are you going to do? But uh, I haven't been winded out of this stand in, since I've been hunting it. And so, you know, you know, wind gets variable and I think I'm not going to see anything. And I think it was like about five o'clock and I get my copy of Jaws out and finish the last 20 pages of that and put it away. And like, as soon as I see <laughs> you're, you're, you're legitimately <laughs> reading Jaws. Yeah. It's good. It's not like the movie. It's not. <laughs> it's pretty good. I've never it's read it. It's pretty good. My wife gave it to me, so I was like, all right, I'll read it. I didn't even know Jaws was a book. I was going to say, I didn't even know that was a book. <laughs> it was a book first. Yeah, it was a book oh, first. Yeah. Oh, well, look, you learn something every day. That's yep, right. Yep. So That's I crammed that. For being an it's a Stephen boy. King novel, dude. <laughs> I didn't know it was a book. I didn't know that. Peter Benchley, I think. Oh, that was Stephen King. No, nope. I don't know fucking Stephen anything. King. I was gonna say, what the fuck? <laughs> I knew what are you talking book? about? Look at Kurt over here trying to act. <laughs> yeah, trying to be a yeah, book. You guys didn't even know it was a fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> at least I knew it was a book. Well, was we thinking... knew it wasn't by fucking King. <laughs> yeah, you just stick with the hey, heard of Cujo? That was Stephen King. That's a good one. That uh, that's a good one. So uh, either way, it's a book. Who reads Judd? <laughs> Sorry. So uh, sophisticated fuckers that find mammoth tusks. Sophisticated. Yeah. Right. So fancy leather bound Ar- books. Archaeologists. Archaeologists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hey. I crammed the thing in my bibs and I'm sitting there <laughs> trying to think if I'm if I'm gonna you know hop in the creek and sneak out or not. And uh, all of a sudden I hear uh, some branches rustle back to my right and uh, some paw and so I'm. Like, okay, either there's a buck over there working a scrape or he winded me and went the other way. But mm-hmm. uh, so I turn around, I'm, I'm rubbernecking that way, trying to look through all this brush and shit, through all the shatter cane. Peacocking? Yeah. Dude, that's the worst. It's trying to like. Oh, oh keep keep your head turned all that yeah. way. and not My get... vision starts getting funky. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, yeah. My, my eyes will get all blurry and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It like gives me an immediate headache. Yeah. So I had to turn back straight around and recoup from that. I'm kind of like, you know, doing the blinky <laughs> thing, getting my eyes to refocus. And I hear this buck. I I knew it was a deer at the time. He just went like that off to my left, like shit. So you know, do a little creep my head over to the left. And he's standing there at twenty four yards, like looking all suspicious at whatever I was looking at. Oh no! Oh, and okay, yeah. I got you. I'm following you. Yeah. Following. So he's on like on the other side of this little big time plot that I got. He heard what you heard. He heard yeah. what I heard. He's you looking. You didn't know he was there. But I didn't know he was no there. No idea. Yeah. So he I, comes sneaking in. Yeah. He just appeared. Twenty four yard. Blip, there he is. Sneaky little bastard. Oh Kind of like that shark in Jaws. Kind of just he's there. <laughs> You've read it. the book, haven't you? It's a callback. Gonna need a bigger tree stand. Um, <laughs> so I'm looking at him, and I'm like. I can't tell if this is a good buck or not. His body is huge, like full on bull body on this buck. And uh, you couldn't see his whole rack or what? Dude, until like not it's not until it's sitting here on the table that it actually looks big. Like when it was on the deer, I'm like, mm, kind of I mean, like the Texas uh, effect, but opposite. Opposite. Yeah, exactly. Because the body was so big is what you're saying. Yeah, the body was enormous. I was gonna say, I'm looking at that right now and I'm like, yeah, that's coming through the timber. I'm. Yep. Oh, I'm grabbing my yep. boat. I'm grabbing my boat. Yeah, yeah. I'm dead. Yep. Dude, he was. We had him hanging up, and our and our chain hoist wouldn't go all the way up. So he fully had his rack and his head on the ground, and this he scaled it 280. Jesus. So dressed? No, I was live weight, but so I, I figured he had to be close to 300 on the hoof. And yeah, I you should name him Jaws. I should name him Jaws. Yeah, I would. I grabbed him. Uh, grabbed an antler on the way out, and just gave it a tug, and like there's no moving him. So. <laughs> Went, uh, hopped in the creek, got up to my truck, went and uh, got my drag out clothes on because I keep a pair of just dirty, nasty clothes in another scent crusher bag. 
Yeah, they don't got to worry about and get stained up and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So uh, called a couple buddies of mine, and we went back and wrestled them out of there on a deer cart. But uh, so anyway, oh, I, I skipped way ahead. Sorry. But so he's he's over there and uh, at 24 yards, and I'm looking. I'm like, damn, he's, do I shoot him? And I can see his, his right side real well, and I can see that mass carries all the way out. And I just thought, you know what? It's up to you, big boy. And uh, talking to yourself, <laughs> no, talking to the deer, <laughs> talking to the deer, he, big boy. He's, he's yeah. facing. He's looking straight at me, facing oh, okay. straight at me at the time, and he's Come looking here, kind of to the left. And he didn't see you at this point. No, he had no idea. Yeah. So he's looking to the left, kind of past the base of my tree, and he's looking to the right, just scanning the shatter cane, trying to figure out what's going on. And uh, the racket going on over there kind of quieted down. So he, he turns broadside and he starts raking this dead locust tree. How far is he right now? 24. 24 yards. 24 yards. He, yeah. From, he just kind of pivoted on the spot he was on. And you've made your mind up. If he gives you an opportunity, you're going to fucking kill him? I, I said it's up to him. It's up to him. If he gives me an opportunity, he's dead. Mm-hmm. So about We're going to bend the limbs. About the time I thought that, he turns broadside to me and... Like he leans over to rake on this tree and he picks his front leg up toward me like a damn quarter horse or mm-hmm. something. And he's just leaned over on his front right leg with his left leg up in the air. I'm like, all right, that's it right there, buddy. <laughs> he just no like, kidding. he yeah. just like, kill me. Yeah. Just put his leg out. Like here, I'll move huh. my whole shoulder out of the way. Just do what I was going to say. That making a rub. That opens, what was he doing? What opens he it just, all the way He's up. just raking on some. Just getting some stretch. Yeah. I was I was gonna say, he, stretch. Must've, he must've been like. Yeah, he was leaning yeah. hard over, and he just had his antlers in this tree just going. Wide. Now he's wide open. Yeah, wide open. All right, no dead. shoulder. <laughs> no Shot kidding. Him. Kicking a field goal. So yeah. that's, that's when you put it on him. Mm-hmm. So I put it on How him. How fast I... was the arrow going? That fast. Fucking fast. <laughs> fucking fast. Fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the arrow hits him. He jumps a little bit, takes a couple steps, and turns around and looks at the arrow on the ground. And starts looking around him. He's licking his nose and flicking his tail. And I saw the arrow go right through him. Like, he has no clue what happened. Mm-hmm. Still doesn't. So he's going <laughs> to fucking die right on top of the arrow. This is going to be awesome. Like, you know, five feet of blood trail. Yeah. You know, he starts getting the wobbles and goes backwards and to his left about 35 feet. Mm-hmm. And then he's headed for the creek. And I'm like, oh, shit, he's going to go right in there. It's going to be a nightmare to get him out. <laughs> And he just he just kind of trips into this little ditch that goes down in the creek and laid down and snuggled up right there. And I could see the whole thing and put his head down and close his eyes and that was it. Snuggled up. Oh, wow. <laughs> he just cuddled up with just himself. Up. And, yep. Man, that is, you must have just put it on him. Like, yeah. just double lung clean. Say, what, what'd you do, heart shoot him, double lung him? Double lung. Double just lung. made soup out of it. I yeah, hope so. Yeah. If he just, like, opens that leg, I'd be like, yeah, just get it over with. <laughs> yeah, I he does that. Shoot he him was in talking to God. He was talking to God. He's like, it's my time. Isn't there just, isn't there just one of feeling than sinking an arrow in double long and then the buck just like you you know they don't feel anything because they barely react yep. mm-hmm. like they're almost just like puzzled by what was that i felt yeah. something but i don't know oh i don't feel good and then they yeah. lay down there it's yeah. almost like they just black out yeah. that's what happened to the buck last winter is i put one right through him but it went right behind the lungs and unzipped his diaphragm and he turned around and he's standing there looking at the arrow mm-hmm. and i knew it was back and he's st- still standing there broadside and like i gotta oh, plane at like 9 a.m i don't have time to look for this guy so i put another one in him and he turned around and ran away, and he's still on his feet looking around. I put a third arrow in him. No and, kidding. And that one hit him in the spine, and he laid down, and 
expired. He's dead man walking though right there. But yeah. The first arrow. I just didn't have, I yeah. couldn't go Dude, away and he quit it, moving. It, I'm going to keep shooting him until he's dead. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's, <laughs> that's what ethical. You do, yeah. That's yeah. ethical. If you can, why not? Yeah. I remember a few years ago, I shot a buck like October 25th and I double lunged him. I knew I double lunged him and he ran out and he stopped mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm going to shoot him again. And I, I had like a wide open view and he was starting to do the wobbly thing. I drew back on him. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to aim for the same hole. And then he fell right when I was getting ready to squeeze off. So yeah. I let down. But I was like, man, how funny it would be to put two arrows two right through the same hole. hole. You're like, shit, that didn't do, that didn't do nothing. <laughs> but I remember drawing back. I'm like, I don't, I, I, I want to shoot him in the same hole. Like it's, <laughs> that's where I would aim again. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But that like effectiveness and feeling as a bow, it just feels like you did your job perfectly. Yeah. 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 And you know, like the animal didn't suffer. <laughs> right. The track job isn't going to be strenuous. You yep. have to experience the entire thing in the confirmation of like, there he is, he's down. Mm-hmm. Like that feelings. That was a good feeling. He lifts his leg and Judd still smokes him in the shoulder. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right in the bone. Oh, don't God. put a de- demon on anybody. Oh, God. Is this your biggest buck? That's my biggest buck, yep. Cool. Bow or gun? Or? Yeah, either one. Really, he's he's a dude. He's a stud of a deer. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, he's got like that bottle opener brow. Yeah, he does. I yep. like him because he's uh, he carries his width. He's he's wide and tall together, mm-hmm. but his width makes him look very uh, framey. Yeah, yeah. And the mass too. Yeah. It's a good buck, dude. Very good buck. I'm How very beams, happy with beams that. wrap around? One fifty eight. One yeah. One fifty seven three eights. I I would say bigger. You'd say bigger. Mm-hmm. Did he have the split brows last year? No, he was just, uh, they're a little bit bladed. I'm not saying you're wrong. When you first sent me the photos and I saw it, my immediate reaction was, that's 160 buck. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping my, my buddy scored him for me and I was just hoping, you know, he'd make 155. Oh yeah. I, I would have said low sixties. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. my initial first thought was, oh, that's a 160 plus. Yeah. But the body, the body kept throwing me. Like when mm-hmm. I was taking pictures of him the night that I killed him, like, I'm like, he's in front of him and he looks tiny. Right. Yeah. And I'm not a small guy, and his his body's huge, and it's just like okay, it looks like a fucking basket rack in the pictures. Yeah, yeah. Because he's just so massive in yeah. general. Uh, dude, he's great. Like, what kind of shoulder mount are you gonna do? Uh, it's gonna be. I took him to Old Barn. Gonna be a semi sneak, slight left turn. Um, and his one year is gonna be forward, one year is gonna be back, but not pinned either way. Just classic. Yeah. Like kind of relaxed. Yeah, kind of relaxed. Yeah, that's the best look I yeah. think. I told Sam to make him look suspicious. Ooh, <laughs> that's a good look. Make him look suspicious. Suspicious. You should got a full mount on him, just that leg up in the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a six hundred square foot house. I'd have to put in my front yard. <laughs> put him in a big plexiglass case on your front porch. <laughs> yeah. Just and get it, destroyed by all the neighborhood deer. <laughs> well, just, just put your mailbox put on a, top of make it. it, like that bulletproof. <laughs> Thick shit, just yeah. anchor it down to the yard. Yep. <laughs> this is actual mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's a great buck. I mean, awesome buck. Great oh, brow tines. His left one's a split. Um, solid twos, great threes, good fours. Mm-hmm. What's that good Symmetrical, beams? really. What are his beams? Beams are 24, 25. Dude, I don't, I want to see the score sheet. I'll have him text it to me. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's wrong. I mean, yep. it's just some deer. He, he just looks very on that, large. On that right side, he carries uh, four and four eights all the way out. So wow. It's just, Is that net? Maybe. I uh, see. I've, that, no, that's that's fish. I, I was going to say that would make more sense because I'm saying that deer gross is over 160. Yeah. I would almost bet, see, I would almost bet Doug See on if he'll it. text you that score sheet. And Doug okay. means a lot to me. No, he don't. And, and, you know, <laughs> Shut up, maybe we're missing something, but Jesus. 
Because that brow is incredible. The twos, the threes are good. The fours are good. Fours are good. And he's got those long sweeping beams. Symmetrical as shit. I wonder if he netted you out. I, I mean, I could see 158 net to a point on that. Buck. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, he's a he's a netzer for fish guy. So I don't oh, know. let's ask him. That is a fact. Yep, absolutely. That zip ties for holding a truck together. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. Never know when you need one. I have to tag. Give the guy a break on the zip tie, man. I, I like it. Yeah, leave <laughs> <laughs> it alone. It's longer than that too. <laughs> 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 he wanted to measure the two off the zip yeah, tie. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's a great buck, man. I bet where you just so stoked about it. Oh, yeah. Like, I've had a lot of hunts where I just haven't been happy about one thing or another. Um, like, I shot a buck uh, two years ago during shotgun season, and everything went perfectly. I mean, I double-lunged him with the slug gun, and he fell down. I watched it. It was pretty much the same as this, but I don't know, man. I just feel like I cheated him or I cheated myself or something didn't feel right. Because it was a gun or what? I don't know. I just got a weird feeling. Was sometimes. it because of the spotlight at night? Anything is that? Is <laughs> yeah, that, I think that was probably a, a, over a corn pile. That, yeah. that whole corn lack pile. of a tag thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was over a corn pile. How Didn't have a tag gotta, at midnight. I'll, I'll, yeah. Always got it. Always got down the corn pile. How big was that? Mean, Ohio. Uh, that was a, he's a six point. I haven't <laughs> scored him. He's no missing a, a brow and a two on his left side. Oh no shit! But he's got longer twos than that and longer main beams. Hey, did I you? Like, I like mine. Yeah. Did I was you say about like Eric's? Yeah. Did you just, like complete delete? Like nothing there. Like it, it looked like he smeared it off in velvet. Oh really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I thought about hmm. bringing him tonight. I should have. Is he is he shoulder mounted? No. What about your buck last year? Did you shoulder mount that one? Both your road. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I you, like your own deal. I like to get handsy with my mounts, you know? I like that, too. There's something about Jesus. that. Like, <laughs> Be careful over there, Eric. Little, he likes to get handsy. A little handsy on the racks. <laughs> yeah. There is something about right. holding the rack and being able to, like, appreciate it. So, like, the guy buck's getting replica, and we're mm-hmm. doing one is going to be a shoulder mount for here, and I'm going to do another replica. And it's either going to be a Euro or, like, a skull plate like that. That'd be awesome. But I Because both of those you can hold. Mm-hmm. I'll probably do a Euro so we can, like, hang it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's something about picking up a rack and being able to like show off the twos and the threes and hand it to somebody. And oh, sure, I don't know. You appreciate them in a different way. Yeah, for sure. There is something like when, fun when about you put that. your hands on. And I mean, <laughs> kind of like sheds. You know what I mean? You yeah. Can, yeah, you can mess with shed antlers. And you I used to not understand that when people would do that. Like Christian, my boss at Peterson's Bow Hunting, the main editor, Christian Berg. He's got four or five over 170. Every one of them skull plate. Really? Yeah. A couple of euro, and the other ones are just a skull plate. And I'm like, why? He's like, I can take them places. I can pick them up. He's like, I can eat dinner and just put it right beside me. Hey, buddy, what are you up to now? And I'm like, I never thought of it like yeah. that. I mean, <laughs> I, I, he's like, I can take it in the shower. I take a shit and put it right beside me. I can look at it. And he's like, I can take it anywhere. I'm like, hmm. It's kind of cool. I mean, yeah. I've never, yeah, I've never really thought of it like that. But, but I like, it, it works. it's not, it's, you know, shower with There's it. something classic about a hmm. whitetail shoulder mount shower where you it. can like, you look at it away. It kind of brings you back to the hunt. You yeah. know, because that's what I like. You know, you go to a good taxidermist like Old Barn, um, and you look at it, and the deer looks like what it looked like when you shot it. Like, you know what I mean? The cape is good. It's just it has that life to it that it did when you shot the deer. Yeah. So I think there's something to say about that. You mm-hmm. know, and you can kind of like like my dad's bucks that are mounted out here. I can look at those and imagine like the hunt with yeah. him and those deer. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what's cool about. The shoulder mount part of it, but some guys just aren't big shoulder mount guys, right? I shoot a buck with my into. bow. It's getting shoulder mounted. Yep, I got some euros and stuff. I got quite a few, but if I shoot one, it's getting shoulder mounted. Yeah, <laughs> or or a, or a doe, 
or dough. My first dough is at Old Barn right now. I've always wanted a the, huge oh. freezer. What's that? <laughs> I said you must have a huge freezer. <laughs> Me? Yeah. I do have two really big chest freezers in, in my garage. But uh, yeah, because I threw that entire dough in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, picture. <laughs> that picture is so funny. Pull the hernia it's... getting this bitch out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's all just stiff leg. I, I do want to make like a walk-in cooler with one of those cool bots. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be cool. Like with all, all of us, like, you know, I, I might put up a little shed and frame in a little like just small room yeah. with like a little hoist on top and just put a cool bot on it. Because, I mean, you don't really need it that long. I mean, no. No. first no. few weeks of October. But... Just let them hang in there a couple days. It's cool to go in there right. and, you know, or if you got to take pictures the following day, you want to kill a real big buck, you want to get good photos. It's cool to hang them up. And yep. so, I don't know. There's something about like the shoulder mount, though, I think is there's some like Americana about it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I don't okay. know. It's a good classic. Well, oh, there's a, a lot of like heritage and history. Like, you, like I look at old shoulder mounts in like restaurants and shit, and I'm like, damn, like, They're where'd cool. that buck get killed? How right. did it get killed? Yeah. Like, yeah. immediately you look at it and you think, Hmm. What's the story, What's the behind, story behind that? Whereas, like, like every bar in Wisconsin. Yeah, wow. exactly. It's different. It's different though, because when you see a skull plate on the wall, you don't think about it as much. Well, you don't think uh, about it. Did as he get much. shot by a true. hunter? Did he get found, poached? Yeah. What happened? Like, yeah. I see a shoulder mount. Okay, someone killed him. How? Right. Where? Yeah. yeah Why? Yeah. It, yeah. It, what was it, the story? It gives legitimacy to it because it's got to be legal to go to a good taxidermist. Yeah. Definitely. Right. Yeah, I think so. Plus, I think it's neat to have like. You can see the whitetail's capes and be mm-hmm. like, oh, man, that one's cool. Um, I got coyotes going off of my spy points right now, motherfuckers. Get out of here. I shot one before I came up. You did? <laughs> yeah, out my kitchen window. <laughs> I told Doug they need to make trail cameras two ways, so like if a coyote's by, you can yell at him. Yeah. Hey, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> get the buck out of here. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Get out of here. Make, coyote, or, uh, make spy points with laser beams out of the front. That way you could actually shoot a coyote from your trail cam. Oh, and and Boop. it would just be a fast noise. <laughs> like Just like that. It just disintegrates them into hair. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go 20. <laughs> that would be actually be cool. Like, if they made it legal, you could hunt coyotes by trail cam. They just, walk by, it detects it's a coyote. You just evaporate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just gone. <laughs> Disintegrate it. Just a puff of hair for. <laughs> they just. It's you know, and uh, remember the game Halo? How you used to walk mm-hmm. through those things yeah. and it'd, like bring you to a different dimension, yeah, like horrible. a different spot on the map. <laughs> it just does that with a coyote and just, just sends them to Ohio. Sends them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that state. <laughs> all on Clint's farm. Yeah, I live there and don't even want to be there. <laughs> just sends them all to the moon. Just throw them out in space. <laughs> like a big catapult. <laughs> Dude, some other life form somewhere else would just get a herd of coyotes <laughs> yeah, yeah. just airdropped under their planet. And just by that point, they're all hungry and rabid. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're pissed. <laughs> they're fucking pissed. <laughs> what the fuck? It's all these dogs with manes and they're all mad at us. <laughs> they ain't got no hair. Fuck they come from. Wow. So stupid. But anything can happen. Dude, uh, cams are starting to fire off right now. Not for me. Is it, I haven't had any action on cameras all day. Must quit raining. Think so? Yep. What are you, the weatherman? Nothing. Quit raining. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit, fuck. <laughs> Seven o'clock. Mine should go off right now. Nothing big. I think starting tomorrow, by the time this launches, be it should be exploding. It should be fire. I would think. Yeah, for sure. Well, Judd, you're a very fast big buck storyteller, my friend. Well, you want any more details? I mean, I mean what else you got? I don't, it happened real fast. That's that's cool though. Like yeah. sometimes that's how they are. Yeah, I just turn. Oh, there he is. 
just appeared out of thin air and then he was dead. I like it. Well, we'll have to get an update on the score. I, I dude, that buck looks bigger than one fifty eight to me. He really does. I'm not gonna argue with you. You have to put a tape to him sometime. You might, yeah. I'm gonna say it's one fifty eight. You are? Mm-hmm. Net? Yep. No. Gross. Really? I I think bigger. He looks he looks low mid sixties to me. That's a good buck, dude. I like it. Nope. <laughs> no, that's my so. that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Literally, as we've been sitting here, every one of my cell cams has gone off once Crazy. in the last ten minutes. And is it big deer on it? No, but it's deer moving. So, um, what's on here now? Hold on. They up and moving. Yep. I mean, cruising for a bruising. You know what I mean? They're moving. Fucking want one? <laughs> I catch these hands. <laughs> oh, that last one was a rabbit. I got rabbits eating my clover plot. And Fuck. they sit, they eat two of them eat right in front of my spy point cam. <laughs> and they, mu- they must just move enough and aggressively that it sets that thing off. That's I'm what like, I'm saying. You need a two way camera. And be like get out of here, scram! Just no, they're good. <laughs> just to sit a, send them to whatever whatever Indonesia or whatever planet or whatever fucking space he's sending all his coyotes to. Wherever they need rabbits, and then the coyotes can eat the rabbits instead of the people. There you go. Dude, you're not... It's a pretty good conservation plan. That is. You gotta feed yeah. the coyotes. Yeah. With the rabbits. <laughs> Those rabbits are probably living the dream in that plot right now. I was gonna yeah. say, they're like... They're eating like kings. Oh, they're fat as fuck. Yeah. Please don't, go, please I actually, don't do that. I actually like watching them. I was watching them the other day, and they like... You know, like a cat gets the zoomies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They were like chasing each other and like, then they'd eat and then they'd hang out. And then one would cat run off and they'd be like, I don't think they're, they're playing or what, but it's pretty funny. They're well, just the, doing rabbit things. The, yeah. the first time I saw this buck, there was a doe and a fawn that walked ahead of him and the fawn totally had the fucking zoomies, man. Yeah. Like it, if it was a little kid, it would have been doing cartwheels to the oh, timber. Yeah. I love watching them just do that. going crazy. I have that video from last year. It just snowed. And it must've been a fawn that hadn't seen snow yet. That thing was doing all kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> just playing in it? Oh, yeah. He, I was just waiting for him to do a backflip right there. I like watching <laughs> That's uh, cool, though. Oh, mink, yeah. mink and weasels just because they're so, you know, so fucking fast. This creek bottom That's I got fun. behind one of, our, <clears throat> one of our farms, I watched two mink get into it. Two, I'm assuming it was two males. Fight. Oh, my. Like, one of the wildest things. I mean, like, bleeding fucking hair. I mean, like, fought for five minutes Minks? straight. Yep. Mink is going yep. at it, huh? Going at it. I'm thinking it was a territorial thing. Like one male was in another male's area because they're pretty territorial. I had no idea. And um, I used to trap a lot back in the day. And um, in the hood or what? Yep. Mm-hmm. All kinds <laughs> of stuff. It's city trapping. And I've just never seen that. Like, and, and they're like, they're mean though. They're like a mean, you mean like, I didn't know that. Like, you catch them in a trap and they're still alive. Oh, you got to fucking club them or shoot them. Like, they're mean as hell. They're like a, a cat times five. You catch a cat in a trap, they're freaking out, losing their mind. No kidding. Yeah. I didn't know that. But I watched two of them. Judd, I feel like that's some fight. information you'd know. You got to get on YouTube and find a, it's in the, I think it's in that Planet Earth series that David Attenborough does where there's some, like, I think in England they call them a stoat. And they've got all these big fat, like they look like domestic rabbits and they're just out waddling around. And then there's this tiny little mink and David Attenborough's like, it's going to kill the, you know, what is it? A stoat? stoat. He's going to kill. Exactly. Nice, Doug. Stoat. What? Like that? Stoat. Yeah. A little weasel. Kills a rabbit. Mm -hmm. Not bad. Let me see here. He jumps on its back and like rides it until the rabbit's fucking tired. And then what's the show? What show? I think it was on planet earth. There it is. Go down. Yeah. Go down one. Right there, right here. Maybe, yeah. That's that's what I'm talking about. There it is, right there. That's one. That one. Hold on. 
I don't know if I can watch this mean little fucker. <laughs> Holy shit. Look at that little bastard. Oh, wow. Ten times his size. Ten times his size. <laughs> trying to think how I can hook this audio. Hold on a sec. It's going to wear the rabbit down. <laughs> it's going to wear the rabbit down. Now I could. I was going to hook it in through the mixer board, but. Get him. How long is this video? I'm not trying to. He's still going. It's getting very intense. Oh, oh shit. On him. He's Got on him. him. What? What? Bites the neck. Yep. Done. Dude, where's your buddy? The other rabbit's like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, hey. Fuck you, Danny. Well, it was fun. Whoa. Oh. This is, if you want to watch the Stoke Kills Rabbit 10 times its size, Life BBC. All right, cool. Well, well I did, that, you learned something. Yeah. Takes a bite out of the back of the neck. Don't fuck with the man. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. Well, damn. Well, congrats, Judd. Thanks for coming in to do this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Glad you had me. Congrats. Glad you killed him, man. Big old buddy, yeah. man. We were stoked to see it. Yep. We love when we got big bucks on the table, you know? There's a Feels short, right. short, quick, and good big buck killing episode. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, you got another buck tag. You still kill I one late season. Got another buck tag. I'm, and I'm going to work on it this weekend. Hell yeah. And you got like, what, 10 more, when the, 10 other ones that look like that? Yeah, 10 more look like him. One, yeah, yeah. one that's a lot bigger. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and you still got one more Mountain Dew. Oh, damn. I, I let you down, Clint. Sorry. I'm sure you can take care of it. I can. It'll, it'll disappear. We're going to do some more recording. <laughs> we can drink a lot more Mountain Dew. Yep. Congrats, buddy. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Good luck to you out there. November is on its way. Oh, my God. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life.